I'm Sophie Gray. And I'm Nerida Ashcroft. And you're listening to I Wasn't Expecting That, a podcast where we discuss issues affecting women in the sandwich years, like us, caught between ageing parents and our own millennial offspring. We aren't cougars or golden girls. Most of us are too knackered, to be honest. We've got jobs or careers of our own, but are still the on-call carers for partners, parents and offspring, while still dealing with all our own stuff. Stuff we weren't necessarily expecting, and that no other generation has had to face in quite the same way. In this episode of I Wasn't Expecting That, we're talking about swearing, language and spelling. What is swearing now when the F word is just a word? Do you swear? Are you from a sweary family? Do you judge? Do you even care about spelling anymore? I think they're bad and rubbish. Try to be cool with them. I think it's not yeah. cool and Boys you shouldn't school, do that. Always say that. No, you shouldn't swear in your age. I think it's bad for the planet to be swearing because you might swear. I think I my brother said um, someone sweared him. That he didn't know. The boys do it in front of um, the girls at school to, like, um, show off. There was never, ever swear words in the planet. Um, It would be nice. Yeah. And same with plastic. Uh, Can I say that I care about spelling a lot? Do you? Can you spell necessary? Uh, There are a few words like that that I, for the life of me, just can't remember. Is it two C's? Is it two S's? Never get it right. I know. I work in publishing. My spelling is was terrible it's got better but there are still a few things that I have a real problem with depreciation and necessary I really struggle with oh there's just so many words like that oh and exercise oh, oh but I struggle with exercise in, a, in general terms <laughs> but I actually where does the c's and the s's and oh, the z's? Uh, okay. yeah so anyway what I, about I like spelling and I like words and I like to get it right and I don't know how my youngest daughter is going to get on because her spelling is atrocious. See, I don't think that spelling matters. Um, one of the great American presidents, I don't know, maybe it was George Washington or somebody said the world would be a really boring place if there was only one way to spell a word um, and I kind of agree with that because uh, spelling is quite a new and modern invention and that words have been spelled multiple different ways for a long time and it's really only since sort of formalised education that we decided that that was how a word was spelled. Well it's amazing how things change because do you remember in primary school there was a book and it had all of Oh, I thought it was all of the words that ever existed <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> in this book. And we had to go through our spelling lists and we'd be yeah. tested on it. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, well, see, I was, re- cares. I was really bad about that. But see, I'm, I'm in the camp of I don't know that it really matters because uh, literacy is about understanding, not about perfectionism. But surely you are, people judge you, you know, when you are writing something and you get a word wrong and then people see that. Judging, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And they look at that and they think, oh, they can't be very intelligent because they've spelt that word wrong. Oh, see, I don't think like that. As an ADD person with dyslexic tendencies, I read the stuff that's written and think, is it interesting? And I would judge on whether or not I thought the person who was writing it was interesting rather than whether or not their spelling was correct. No, see, see I one don't. of my see one Absolutely of my not. one of my favorite authors of all time, the late great and very polarizing A. A. Gill, was hilarious, highly intelligent, really articulate, and so dyslexic that he had to have a writer to write his 
articles for him and he found a woman who, so he would write and basically no words would be put together properly but she could see what it was that he was trying to write with his gobbledygook and put it into the printable version of that word. It was his words, his thoughts. She wasn't paraphrasing in any way but he his writing was superb and he's infinitely quoted and so on but he couldn't spell so I don't think spelling has anything to do with intelligence or anything like that no I don't either but I think it's really easy to give the wrong impression when you are writing something and all the words you know a lot of the words are misspelled so I can spell something right and then um the uh, autocorrect on my phone will misspell it, including yes. my name, that, yeah, which yeah, it yeah. still struggles to recognise <laughs> from time to time. So I think, um, I think, for me, digital technology has really broken down some of those things around yeah. the the necessity to have spelt your or your correctly. Yeah. I was talking to my dad, who's eighty nine, about this because he's recently coming to grips with using a smartphone, and um, you know he can send a text, but he tended to do it like an email um, with dear so and so and sign cute. himself off. And so you know we've been explaining to him that the phone actually tells us it's him straight away that he doesn't need to do that, and he finds the little keyboard quite. It's not that easy yeah, to use. Yeah. And so we're saying, well, nobody finds it that easy to use. And that's why, you know, prop, prompts pop up so yeah. you can just use those. Yeah. And then he was he was really offended by emojis in the beginning. He thought that they were really annoying. Um, but now he's learned to use them as language because they are a quick and efficient way of communicating mm. something that might sound short and choppy you use less words use an emoji yeah so you put that smiley face or that query face or a thumbs up yeah. on the end you've saved yourself lots of words and yeah. lots of time so i think that's that's a kind of language in and of its own right and spelling just doesn't count yeah no I, I and technology is amazing like I say that I fear for my daughter well I mean she just relies on autocorrect and yeah. being able to right click on a word and you know have the suggestions given to you so I think technology is amazing in the way that you know it can save you from a lot of embarrassment and getting words wrong mm, it can but do you think that people should still fundamentally have to be able to yes, spell it a certain I do. way it just right. has to be all correct. I can't bear words that are misspelled. Right. Isn't that <laughs> funny? So is it like somebody scraping their fingernails down a blackboard? Yes, I just can't bear it. Right. <laughs> Especially like in a work context. You know, I can forgive one or two misspelled yeah. words, but when it's like terrible grammar and all the words are all wrong, it's like I just I can't take this seriously. Right. See, that's so interesting because I, I think as somebody who has a different way of learning. So my ADD means that I do learn differently to other people. You're probably more sympathetic too. Well, I think maybe I just see it differently. Mm. So I work with somebody that I email frequently um, and her emails are always really badly spelled and full of punctuation errors. Um, And, you know, we work in publishing. Um, But I don't ever look at her spelling and think any less of her intelligence or her ability Mm. it just makes me think that she is like me Um, and that I know that she's an incredibly capable person who is doing a full-time really high pressure job with two young children and extended family and all of that she's spinning lots and lots of plates and I think she's able to do that because she's like me (laughs) rather than she should have spelled that correctly so maybe my my different mental wiring 
means that I actually just look at those things differently. Yeah, quite possibly. But I think also when you've got a relationship with a person, like my sister uh, is atrocious at spelling, mm. but I love her and I know her and I know that she's atrocious at spelling and so I can see past all of the atrocious spelling. Right. So that's all okay because there's that relationship there. But I just feel in a work professional context, that's where I struggle with bad words. Right, and <laughs> you, you will be really, really... Um, a common thing you know that yeah now I can't get the words out <laughs> but yeah you won't be uh, unique in that is what I'm trying to say yeah. but see for, for me at school um, I felt like I wasn't smart or was made to feel like I wasn't smart mm. because of things like spelling right. and really messy handwriting um, and my son also has the same um, quirks in the way our brains work and he's um, brilliant uh, but has the worst handwriting. Um, and to get anything handwritten by Jack is the most precious thing because he is so embarrassed by his handwriting. But he's really, really smart. Mm. Um, and it's other people's judgment that mm. have made him get to the point where he's barely willing to sign his name on the bottom of a card because of that. Yeah, it's hard. My, but my, my um, dad is an artist he has incredible handwriting, but he doesn't think his handwriting is good enough. He's always aspired to have handwriting like somebody else he knows whose handwriting wow. is even better. Wow. And, you know, he can print like an architect, you know, all that really absolutely perfect. Wow, that's so, nice. Yeah. I'd love to be able to write like that. My handwriting has just become worse and worse and worse over the years. I just... Mm. I, that's just ty- That's typing. Yeah. yeah. But I would we, rather type than yeah. handwrite anything. Yeah. I pra- I've almost lost the ability to write a full sentence without a mistake in it. It's amazing, eh? Yeah, it, yeah. it is odd. It's just a neural path, mm. pathways thing. And that if we sat and did handwriting drills like we did in primary school, yep. we'd get that back. Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting, too, that, you know, along with our handwriting skills evolving or devolving language, just continues to evolve. Yeah. Um, I heard the other day that, I think it's the Oxford Diction, oh no, Scrabble. Yeah. Um, the Scrabble people have now included booty and fleek in the official Scrabble dictionary. Really? Yep, yep. Wow, and they're an authority on new words that we actually use these in days. In common language. Yep. So fleek um, is now an, uh, an actual word in Scrabble. And booty. And booty. Oh yeah. Bootalicious, actually. Oh, yeah, so yeah, get that on a triple word score and <laughs> boom, you know, that's that's the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no autocorrect in Scrabble, that's the only problem. How can you play that game yeah. without knowing how to spell? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's probably people who are much more particular about spelling who really love yeah. Scrabble. Yeah. In saying that, I can't stand that game. Yeah, I haven't got the patience, no, to, be, to be honest. It makes me want to swear, which <laughs> yeah. um, actually brings me to something else that we were going to talk about was sweariness. Yeah. Because I come from quite a sweary family. Do you? Yeah, so my, my dad wasn't a swearer, but my mum was quite sweary. Oh. Um, and but So she swore, but we weren't allowed to swear as children. So, you know, you, you, no. would, you would get punished in the way that people were punished. You'd get a smack. Yeah. Um, you know, if we swore, and I remember the first time that I used a swear word in front of my mother, just kind of trying it out to see yeah. if I got away with it. Um, and there was a slight sort of raising of her eyebrow. I'm raising my eyebrow here, it's really good radio. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, the the eyebrow was raised, but I was probably 16 or 17 right, at the time okay. and she'd obviously deemed that okay, well, you know, you're old enough. To you're use old those enough words now, now to use those words. But, you know, there there were words that were acceptable and words that we would simply never have used and words that I still wouldn't mm. use. Um and then there are others that have just, you know, it's like they've become almost m- meaningless. Well, I grew up in a home where nobody swore it just wasn't a thing and then when I got to maybe intermediate school and you heard people swearing it's like oh these are cool words right. cool people use these words and so you right. try out this new language really um, but yeah I remember too swearing once I, at home and I injured myself and I swore and I got a smack I thought that was so unfair, unfair. <laughs> that I hurt myself and the word just came out. <laughs> and and it does come out because it's been proven that swearing can help mitigate pain. Yeah, that, and it does, doesn't it? It just kind of takes it away, that sharpness of the pain. Yeah, and they've done, they've done actual tests and the people who have their arm in the bucket of iced water and who are just rattling off profanities can keep their arm in the bucket of water long enough, longer than the people who are yeah. trying not to utter any profanities. I wonder though, if you were keeping your arm in the bucket of water and just saying other words, if that would help, just because your mind is engaged with saying other words and not noticing the pain. Did they do that? I I suspect they probably did. See, I reckon a swear word, saying something that you possibly fundamentally believe you shouldn't say out loud, is a release, Mm. kind of releasing something. So you're a swearer now? I always have been a bit sweary. There are probably words that have, uh, you know, I, I my sweary vocabulary definitely changed. Mm. Um, so things like the F word, I don't really use the F word. Right. But I feel like it, the overuse of that word um, now has reached the point where it means nothing. Yeah. I'm not offended by it in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So if somebody uses the F word around me, it doesn't. Yeah. It barely even registers, registers. Yeah, because it's been so overused. Yeah. But there are other words, like the N-word, that are deeply offensive, mm-hmm. but that's not actually even a swear word. Um, it's just an offensive word. It, it's a, just a really offensive word. Mm-hmm. So that would offend me if somebody mm-hmm. used that word far more mm-hmm. than the F-word, which has kind of just worn out any kind of a meaning. Yeah. Um, and I did a spell working as a police communicator um, when my husband was really ill. Yeah. Um, and y- you develop a kind of trench humour when you're doing that sort of work. So you hear all sorts of stuff. You are called unbelievably horrible names by people who are going through trauma or who are um, under the influence of some substance or who are just really dysfunctional. So they'll ring you up wanting your help, yeah. but they will go about it in deeply offensive ways. Oh. And it just becomes like water off a duck's back. Right, yeah. um, you're not shocked by it, you're not offended by it. Yeah. But also what I found was that you'd get off the phone and some of the things coming out of your own mouth were things that you wouldn't otherwise have said. So yeah, so some you're of the affected by those around yeah, you, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But also, there is a kind of a bonding thing in that, and that you know, I think some of my teammates were were less standoffish with me when I spoke the same language that right. 
that they did and that some of our callers did and so on, that it broke down barriers. Because, so that was interesting. Yeah, because you're more your authentic self. There's kind of less the veneer up and controlling I think so. yourself. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, and I think that that's, that's what the sort of the science and the research mm. around that kind of thing has revealed, mm. um, that, you know, we kind of connect in some ways through those sorts of things and mm. that there are times when only some words seem to fit the bill and yeah. there will be, be people who won't agree and that you know they'll be saying no you should use self-control and it's never appropriate and it's always offensive oh man there's definitely been times when I've just let rip and it's just the right word or phrase for the occasion and it's yeah. just made me feel a lot better yeah <laughs> and that there, there are some words that can have a similar effect my rich, bless him, mm. you know, he can catch his toe on the side of one of our heavy metal stools and I will hear him say, sugar. Yeah. And I just oh, think. Fiddlesticks. Yeah. And I just think, oh. <laughs> um, because I don't have that level of control. But for him, mm. that is enough, enough of a release for something yeah. really, really painful. Yeah. So I don't, but but his mum is still deeply offended by swear words and language. So maybe that's a cultural family thing, you know, that in yeah. his family they well, weren't sweary. Probably the likes of me as well, you know, like swearing is reserved for those occasions when you really are angry. Mm. And when somebody gets sworn at by me, you know that you are really, really in the dog box. Mm. <laughs> I um, went to a boxing gym a few years ago. That was an eye-opener. Right, okay. <laughs> was that quite sweary? Oh, yes. So, yeah, I mean, just most people that came in, you know, that was just their common language. But then there were also um, people that belonged to gangs that went there as well. And that was next level yeah. swearing. Yeah, so that's probably the kind of thing that I was dealing with often uh, working yeah. in police comms where, you know, you and you just hear so much of it it's like a tsunami that washes over you and then you're immune yeah that's right and like you say I just wasn't offended by it and I did find myself thinking those words but I did sort of stop myself from saying it because I don't love hearing swearing it's not my favorite sort of language yeah. in the world I mean I get it when you're angry um, or you've really hurt yourself but just an ordinary language it's not for me, anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't, and wouldn't ever use swearing just as a verbal pause mm. like people do. Mm. It's not so part of my vocabulary. It is a form of catharsis. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if I'm using a, a swear big word, if you hurt yourself, yeah. Or something. Uh, but it's but it's also not something that I'm particularly proud of. I mean, I would like to be somebody who who say sugar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, there is just something in my wiring where you know every now and then something will pop out but I would never but I have enough control over it that say if I was doing if I'm doing a presentation to a group of people I would never ever swear in that situation mm. so I have enough uh, management of it that you know I don't think I ever spontaneously uttered a swear word in an inappropriate situation what I don't get is like comedians who are funny people but for some reason I don't do you know why but they just feel like they have to swear the whole way through yeah I don't I don't like that either and I don't know why they do that mm. but maybe it's part of trying to shock or uh, that or 
that whole thing of that train to connect and, yeah. and so on with people, but they get us wrong and they think that yeah. you need to do it a lot and often. Yeah. But, it, you know, it, interestingly too, why is it that sometimes we're more comfortable to read a whole bunch of exclamation marks and asterisks and so on with an F or an S at the front? Mm. We're happy to read that, but we're not happy to hear it. We know exactly what it yeah, says. Yeah. How is th- how is that different? I don't know. That's just deep psychological stuff, Sophie. Yeah, I, d- I, yeah, I, d- I don't know. No. Do you, th- do you think swearing is more acceptable now than it's... Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, when I was a teenager, swearing was like, ooh, said a naughty word. Whereas now it's perfectly or is fine that, to say. Or is that just white middle classness? Because in some countries, say in, in Ireland, everybody swears, everybody drinks. Uh, so is that just a, ju- cultural, is that a thing. cultural societal thing? I don't know. But all I know is that the people that I hang out with that are, I suppose, white middle class. Yeah, they do swear every now and then, but it's definitely not part of the everyday no. vernacular at all. Yeah. Do your kids swear in front of you? Nope. Do you know if they swear when you're not around? Um, I'm pretty sure that they don't, but I, I don't know. I, I know totally wrong. <laughs> I know a hundred percent that mine do. Oh right. But they, but they know that we don't like. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the 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 sort of the low level sweariness that that. I used in my household, yeah. you know, the odd B word mm-hmm. um, was not not deeply offensive to most people. Mm. Um, that's the kind of thing that they grew up hearing and they would use that in front yeah. of me. Um, you know, the occasional, oh, damn it, bloody hell, yeah. something like that. And yeah. they would say that in front of me and that's absolutely fine. And, and when I'm saying that I'm quite sweary, that, that's the level that I was talking but every now and then something stronger has been uttered by them in our presence and they know that we don't like it because we don't use that language in yeah, our house well, that will be the same with our household I remember when the girls were little or not little um you know maybe in their early teens yeah I don't know how the conversation came up but I just said we don't swear in our household yeah for the simple reason that I just don't like to hear it yeah yeah <laughs> and that was fine that was yeah. enough Nothing reason for them. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's probably you know for my kids they were inoculated into the the words that, and I mean they I would have told them off if they'd said bloody hell when they were six. Yeah, it was like yeah you know go to your room. Don't, yeah. I don't want to hear that kind of language and mummy shouldn't say that either. But I have got a really bad burn. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know they were kind of inoculated into what was acceptable and what wasn't and yeah. probably a bit like me swearing in front of my mother at 16 they kind of test you out yeah like, yeah oh, yeah please don't yeah. yeah i just don't like that yeah but yeah it's, a, it's so much a circumstantial and situational thing so it'd be really interesting to see uh, you know if our kids are parents then what will be acceptable mm. language for for them yeah i think it's interesting too that your own language is the one that you're most satisfied swearing in that i i read that you know people who speak other languages if they um roll the supermarket trolley over their 
foot or somebody Ouch. bashes one into the back of their own ankle, Ugh. they don't swear in their second language. It's much more satisfying to swear in your yes. first language. Right. But that is what gives you that cathartic release. release. Well, I only speak one language, so. Yeah, same here. <laughs> and would, no options. Would your parents have ever put a bar of soap in your mouth for using a bad Oh, word? I think I had detergent in my mouth once. Right. I did those awful sorts of punishments. Right. You yeah, know, we, we never had that. We, we, we did get smacked but because that was allowed. Yes. Um, but we yeah, got strapped. Did you at home? Yeah, we got terrible. the wooden. We got the wooden spoon. Yeah, I had that as well. Um, it was brandished much more than it was used, right. but it was used. Oh. And my mother used to keep one on the dashboard of the car because, wow. the, well, p- but partly because there were no seatbelts back when when we were really little kids, my sister and I. So she'd keep one on the dashboard of the car because if we were playing up in the back seat, she could keep one hand on the wheel, wave the wooden spoon around behind her, <laughs> and if you got clipped. By it, yeah. it was because you weren't sitting back. Oh, really? So it was about keeping us safe rather oh, than about wow. instituting discipline. And it also meant that she didn't have to turn around and try and give you a slap on the leg yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Gosh, it was primitive back then, wasn't oh, it? Sick. Our kids have no idea. Oh, I know. No idea. That sort of, oh, I know. Abuse. The, snow, the snowflakes now. It's like, you hurt Well, that's all we have to say on the subject, and clearly we aren't experts. So if you want to have your say, then jump onto our Instagram page and join the conversation. You'll find us at I Wasn't Expecting That NZ on Instagram. The NZ at the end is important. If you want to find us, that is, not the other I Wasn't Expecting That's on Instagram, because you might really get something you weren't expecting. It's a photo app after all. Next time, we're talking about Empty Nest. I Wasn't Expecting That is available via the Apple Podcast app. If you don't have it, download it now. Or Android users, find us via the Google Podcast app for Android. And why not subscribe so you never miss an episode? I Wasn't Expecting That is brought to you by Now To Love, their New Zealand's largest dedicated women's lifestyle website. Visit Now To Love for the latest celebrity, royals, health, lifestyle and parenting news. Committed to telling great stories that bring people together.